Well, 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 we are back. Did you miss us? It's the Rich Rich and Westifer show. You know what? I think people now just call us Rich Rich and Westifer. Obviously, it's a fucking show. So. <laughs> Here we are. It's Rich Rich and Westifer. Hey! Yes, we are. <laughs> the midweek update. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. We have some really fun stuff on tap. Uh, of course, we'll be talking about trending topics of the day. And our sex question of the week is asking about that time you saw your neighbor doing sex stuff. We'll get to that at the end of the show, but we had several options. Of course, I watched, I fapped, oh my god, my eyes, and it never happened. So we'll we'll figure that out at the end of the show. But first, we'll be talking some celebrity shade. I actually have a really fun story about Get Out that isn't shade shading get out per se but how stupid hollywood is okay good uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'd be worried when we were going over our notes earlier I was like, yeah what happened? uh-huh we'll be talking about uh, some delicious celebrity dick <laughs> we'll also catch up with some nerd news oh already have a few responses to our sex question because of course you know i love stories so mm-hmm. people have sent me their stories all right well before we get to all of that, we wanted to do a couple shout-outs. I'm shouting out my girl, Mayhem Miller, for finally getting on RuPaul's fucking drag race hey. after all of these seasons of her auditioning. Which, I don't understand why she didn't make it earlier, because she's an amazing yeah. drag queen, has been around, is one of the sweetest people you ever, will ever meet, super talented at what she does. So congratulations, Mayhem. Good job, Dewan. One of my, like, Twitter buddies and, and I were chatting. Uh, I love how you can just meet people on Twitter and you're like, right. yeah, you know, my Twitter friend. Jeremy, who you can follow at germlikespy, S-P-I-E. He was saying how with VH1, they're kind of really turning this season 10. It's very clear from the promotions and stuff mm-hmm. that they're just trying to make everyone a celebrity out of the entire cast. Good. And I was like, well, of course, why not? Yeah. I mean, when you think about, like, the winners, some of them are still around. Like, I know Jinx Monsoon is mm-hmm. you know, doing a lot of stage stuff, and, yeah. you know, she sings, and yeah. she does, a, like, she's a, she doesn't just walk around yeah. lip-syncing. <laughs> she has a whole stage thing. And then other queens, you know, like Alaska had her album and yeah. the videos that were really popular. And, yeah, Del Rio's doing really well. Mm-hmm. Her living comedy. Down, living down the street from us. Yeah. <laughs> Bianca's got her comedy, so she's on stage as well. Mm. She's h- fucking hilarious. Yeah. So it's like the breakouts didn't necessarily. Win. Well, Bianca did win. Yeah. But, you know, some of the big breakouts. And I guess Alaska only won the All Stars. Alaska yeah. didn't win her season. Yeah. I think it was Jinx that won yeah. that season. I sort of tune in and out with Drag Race. Me too. So they've got to. <laughs> they have to really be breakouts for yeah. me to even. Do it. I mean, yeah be on the show and stand out yeah but it's great that uh, someone that you know we know and love locally is gonna be on the show and that's happened before in LA yeah. you know some like Raven is a local mm-hmm. queen and um, Morgan and stuff like that but good to see Mayhem making it on the show and season 10 too yes. so now it's like all the money and the lighting right <laughs> no more Vaseline <laughs> smeared cameras <laughs> gonna make you look good girl no, poor production yes and I have a shout out this week as well to Karen at the LGBT Center, uh, who recommends Terrible Thanks for Asking. If, if you ever want to listen to a podcast that people talk about the most horrible thing that's ever happened in their life, that's it. 
And obviously they survived it. So, you know, it's their story. And she said, sometimes you'll cry, but it it just is, is, you know, the kind of podcast where it's, it's serious, but you know, really fun. I was like, well, if you need a little like comic relief (laughs) after listening to this. Good enough. Yeah. So our newest listener, Karen, thank you so much. Big shout out to Karen. Hey, Karen. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Yes. Thanks for listening. And just being awesome and doing an amazing job. So one thing I wanted to start off with, and I think this is really interesting. Do you remember how there's been a lot of kind of rumors about Disney having a gay Disney princess? Mm -hmm. Okay. I was unaware of this whole thing even until now, but apparently a lot of people think that Elsa from Frozen is gay. Hmm. And they have, I mean, it's apparently been like, they've sent emails to the uh-huh. creator, and I mean, they're just inundated with, yeah. with people asking about it. But I thought she ended up with some dude at the end anyway. You're asking the wrong person. You know, I did I, not watch Disney movies. <laughs> I saw it one time. I know that Let It Go song. Right. I know that it's about the cold. And yeah. that snowman thing, right? There's yes. a snowman, right? There okay. is a snowman. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up, but <laughs> she still kind of had a dude with her at the end, so I guess I just figured it was, you know, whatever. I mean, they didn't get married or whatever, but... Um, he was there. Yeah, so now, apparently, since these two sort of thoughts, rumors, fandoms are sort of starting to collide, because the writer of Frozen and now the voices of Frozen, including Kristen Bell, are being asked... And they're like, you know, Elsa can be whatever she wants to be. And I support her, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're really speaking in a very, like, neutral way about Uh it. Not confirming it in any way. Mm. But certainly not Not denying it at all. all. Like, oh, well, we don't know where the story's going to take us. Or we don't know (laughs) that. Like, they're like, oh, if that's what she wants, then that's who she is. So it's certainly an interesting take on it. And I I thought that was a really good answer. I love Kristen Bell. What a sweetheart. <laughs> but the writer, I guess, was like, apparently it's now a conversation. That's awesome. So, and this interview that I read with the writer, it was kind of like, well, it's really coming up now and people are interpreting this to be this. People and are really invested in this idea. It reminds me of the second season of Avatar, the animated series. Oh, uh, like not the no, movie. Like, not it's the not movie. Out yet. Ugh, <laughs> no, there. So there's one called The Last Airbender. Uh, this animated series called Avatar, and the second series is called it's um, Korra mm-hmm. is the is the Avatar, and. The the first time I watched this series, I was like, "Oh, that's nice. They're friends." The two girls at the end kind of like go walking off together. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's nice. They're friends." And then I saw the second time, I'm like, "They are holding hands." Oh, (laughs) and then all these other very clear clues from the series all dropped into place. I was like, "Oh, she's a lesbo. That is awesome." (laughs) Like it was. So softly done yeah. that because I'm not really, I mean, yeah, I'm attuned to gay stuff, but when it's girls, I'm like, that's nice. They're well, friends. You. <laughs> <laughs> Which I know is obviously blinder, you know, blinders for me, yeah. but I don't really have a lot of lesbian friends, to be honest. So I have a couple. I mean, no, most of my, I have, yeah, I have a couple of lesbian friends. I'm a few fluid friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Faith, when we were 
Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. Fluid, which that took me by surprise. <laughs> out of nowhere. Because she just kind of popped up. Oh, one yeah. Day, well, given and her. was making out with the girl. Right. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> G- given her dating history. Yeah. Right. And I've known her for years. Men. So yeah. it was just, it never came up. And it just kind of, I was like, oh, cute. She's a oh, friend. Okay. And I turned yeah. around and I'm like, fuck, they're making out. Wait, they're on a date. What the <laughs> hell just happened right now? <laughs> I mean, I'm all about it. And I think that that's great. But I just don't always know the signs yeah. for. for our lady friends they signal well, a little differently also, than we do well you know girls call each other their girlfriends regardless sure. and they hold hands just for the hell of it sometimes and mm-hmm. they'll have they'll cuddle together and they're literally just friends so they're yeah. definitely they're a lot more intimate i guess mainstream wise than men have been i'm trying to think where it was if i didn't go there a friend of mine did i think it was india where the boys uh-huh. will commonly lock just their Pinkies? pinky, just their pinky when they walk together, like with their best friends. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's not uncommon for a, for a father and a mm-hmm. son to do that and stuff like that, which is just a cultural thing. Yeah. Which I thought was that's really so interesting. interesting. I, I think it was, I think that's what he said. But yeah, I think you're right. It, certainly uh, women tend to be a little more touchy, huggy. Yeah. Than men, maybe not so much in LA or West Hollywood, but (laughs) certainly in uh, a lot of America, a lot of America, you might get a stern handshake, (laughs) bump your elbows together, yeah. Yeah. I think if they actually did it in a way where it was, I mean, I would like. Don't get me wrong, I would like a very clear and definitive gay character, Mm -hmm. but I think if they did it with that sort of softness in mind yeah. and given that you know it is a female character mm-hmm. i think it could work really well yeah absolutely but it should still be very clear yes like it shouldn't be guessing yeah nothing sugar-coated nothing <laughs> no implied because that's not what it's about but it could be you know it could be like i said kind of soft yeah so well we'll see okay that leads us right into celebrity shade bring it on here we go Get Out was conceived during the presidential primaries in 2008. Really? Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton inspired the film because the main theme of the film is, you know, that whole disparity between, you know, and he was like, this was a real moment because you had your first, you know, black candidate that Mm -hmm. could could make it to be the presidential nominee. And then you really had your first female candidate who could Mm -hmm. be your first presidential nominee which of course happened for hillary the next time around but thinking back you know that's 10 years ago yeah i mean yeah the movie came out last year but damn that's a long time time. he spent five years developing the concept before he ever wrote a script so he never wrote a word of dialogue yeah he spent all his time sort of structuring the concept mapping things out like what kind of happens here and all this you know all those threads and themes Mm -hmm. and he said he would basically like instead of going home watching tv he would just smoke a bunch of weed you know (laughs) therapeutically for his back (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) and work on this concept that's so interesting Mm mm-hmm Wow, good for him. Obviously, being Jordan Peele, he has, you know, some contacts. He was on Mad TV for crying out loud. Yeah. But even, I guess, Mad TV wasn't 
the way he was talking about it is very interesting because Mad TV didn't really make him famous, but yet he was on TV. But then, like the last ten episodes got cut because of the writer strike, so he didn't I make any money. About that. Yeah, so he didn't make any money, so and yet he couldn't get hired by anybody else because Mad TV wouldn't let him out of the contract. Wow. Yeah. So. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Imagine thinking you're gonna make however right. many thousand dollars an episode for the next ten episodes. And then <laughs> not making shit. So he started to write Get Out. And <laughs> <laughs> and apparently went to whoever he part you know, kind of partnered up with to produce it, and they paid him to write a script. Okay. So first of all, y'all, follow this train because yes. <laughs> he got paid to write his own script about a concept that he came up with. Then they partnered with a uh, another big producer who had done like a lot of horror movies, mm-hmm. and that's kind of who they. He kind of needed being his first movie yeah. that he was going to produce and write and direct and all this stuff. He needs. He still needed someone that had that in with. Yeah. <clears throat> well, <laughs> obviously, you know, Universal picked it up, and you would think that would be a. a and it was a natural fit because Universal has a lot of horror films mm-hmm. and they have a strong, you know, all their monster movies and stuff. But of course, they had taken it around to many, many oh, other yeah. studios who all said no. Mm-hmm. In fact, I love these kinds of stories. Well, he found out. He found out about this after the fact, after Get Out had become successful. Mm -hmm. But apparently during this pitching process, when he wasn't directly involved with every pitch, someone wrote back, and he didn't identify who it was, but he said someone wrote back, nobody here gets it, the execs don't get it, this is stupid. And he said, (laughs) and he said, which is really like, and I don't know if maybe this is stupid, meaning the execs don't get it, or the concept is yeah. stupid. The way he explained it, it made it sound like the concept was yeah. stupid. Which was a really, like a slap in the face, given that Get Out is probably one of the smartest, uh, yeah, uh, most thought-provoking <laughs> tons of little horror films that I've seen in a long time. Like... Yeah. And he said, and now it's for as long as, as uh, he's been writing, because, you know, he wrote all the stuff for Jordan mm-hmm. Peele, and, or co-wrote. Yeah. He said he was really glad he didn't hear that until after the fact, because it would have messed him up. Because he'd been like, ah, oh, I need to make it smarter. Yeah. Or, you know, like, right. <laughs> that it really would have, like, how, but, yeah. affected him. And I just thought that was so good to hear mm-hmm. that someone with as much success and as someone as, you know, you kind of look to him as being someone who is just sort of perfect and mm-hmm. you know his career path and yeah. all the stuff someone like that yeah you know what telling uh-huh. them their idea is stupid yeah. would crush them exactly. just like anybody else i wish he would have just told who it was for me too I'd name. <laughs> for real okay i was reading about this earlier this week oh no uh and then i was talking to a client of mine about it Barbara Streisand cloned <laughs> her dead dog twice, yes. which is a currently a $50,000 process. Mm-hmm. Well, when I told my client about it, she was like, oh, well, it used to be like 100000 Because <laughs> I've been looking into this because you know how much I love my dog. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. I was like, well, 
For a cat, it's only 25000 I was like, I wonder why that is, you know, because, like, whatever. The first thing I thought when I read the article was, A, how much is it? <laughs> and B, what kind of genetic material do they need? <laughs> Granted, spending, you know, even this the $25,000 on, on having your cat clone seems absurd, but yeah, I would do it. <laughs> would you really? I would totally do it. <laughs> You have to take the. It has to be a live sample, though. So yeah. I could. I couldn't like take Kitty's urn, you know, <laughs> and get some sort of DNA material from the ashes, and you know, she's not a phoenix. Yeah, I had had. I had the resources and known about it prior. Why not? If you have stupid money like Barbara Streisand has. Where you can just decide on a whim, like, I want everything to be white. And they replace everything in your house just with pure white stuff. Yes, you can spend $50,000, $100,000 on getting your dog clone. Come on. That's like sneezing. I money. totally wouldn't. <laughs> no? No! I just get a rescue that looked like it. Oh. I mean, because I fall in love with, like, well, I don't have any pets, but when I did, I used to fall in love with, like, their personalities and that... That's things the thing. Like that the personality are is... triggered though, like by things that happen to them along the course of their lives. But if and, they're like... raised by you, the same person that raised the original version, their temperament is essentially the same. So if you raise them in the I'm same not the manner, same person I was though ten years ago. So so they may end up being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just the truth. I would just have gotten a rescue that looks like my dog and that would and that would No, if I get a new one it has to look completely different. I, really? that that I think is weird. I think if you have a pet and dies and then you try to find another cuz then you're not even letting that animal be its own thing. You're trying to make it be something it's not. Where a clone is the original thing. That's so weird. It is weird. Because I was also thinking, like, well, what if they took the sample? And you're like, well, I want them to grow up together. So let's make the clone now. And the cat essentially would, like, train its own clone to use the litter box. And, and to turn against behavioral. you and hurt you and sleep. <laughs> what the pet cemetery is going on? No. <laughs> no. I would do it. No. Over to record, and here you are with slashes I know, right? in your throat. Can you two, imagine? And two cats just looking at me like, what? We're here next week, and this kitty just comes around the corner like, meow. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and this is my last episode of the Richie Richie Muster Show. I will uh, be tuning in via Skype two blocks away from now on. <laughs> you're like, that looks exactly like... Like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. It is fucking weird, and I, but I do am curious. Here's what I'm curious about. So, if after talking to someone who's already looked into this, when it was a hundred thousand dollars like a couple years ago, if this is something that then is driven down and driven down, you know, twenty five, fifteen, ten thousand, five thousand, three thousand, something you could put on a credit card. Does it become? Does the if you took away the money factor? Mm-hmm. Okay, you obviously think it's weird, but like, no. But for a lot for a lot of people, the money factor is the issue. If you took that factor away, it was 
sort of normalized. Yeah. It, it, you'd still be weirded out by the cloning of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got <laughs> trolled by the way because I made a joke on about, <laughs> on this blog that I follow regarding this story. Mm-hmm. I literally made a joke, and I said, "Who want two dead dogs?" <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the response. And then I literally purposely just like had it like, I hit return a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. I'm totally kidding. Yeah. But people didn't scroll down enough to see that I'm totally kidding part. Like, you're an idiot. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, every headline. a joke, first of all. If you're reading the story, all it said was Barbara Streisand clones her dead dog twice. Right? What does that sound like? <laughs> Clone the dead dog. Thank you. Someone gets my humor. This is why this show works so well. Yeah. Some keyboard gangsters out there were not very happy with my. Ooh, what did they say? They were just going in. Like I don't fucking care. Assholes. You clone my dick and suck it. Okay. Well. (laughs) (laughs) They made a clone of me. This is where I I'll like start going with this, right? So if you would clone a pet, which obviously I would, uh, then where like would you try to clone yourself and give yourself your own memories or like download yourself into a clone version of yourself? What if you could clone your no. body? I'm clone... afraid of how I would be again because your life affects how you True. grow up and things of that nature. But what if you could put your consciousness in a cloned body? Well, that'd be weird. Why not? They could just clone you now, grow you up to about 20, 21, and then when, by the time then you're like really old, and then you just transfer your consciousness. Whoop, this is I'm young really again. Black Mirror right now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, if they could make clones, why can't they transfer consciousnesses? True. That's a thing, right? Come on. Have you seen Black Mirror? I have, yeah. I ha- I haven't watched them all, but oh god, that reminds me of the damn. Um, I always want to call them an egg, but they're not called eggs. They're called something else. Mm-hmm. And they basically people will pay someone to clone your their own consciousness, but to do things for them. So you wake up thinking that like you're yourself, but no, you've cloned your consciousness into this. It's called a cookie mm. into this little egg type thing, like in Amazon Echo, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and your job is to sit there and t- turn up the lights, turn off the lights, turn on the heat, turn this, whatever, because you know what you're going to want to feel like. Mm-hmm. And it's a creepy episode because this bitch thinks that she's her, but she's not. Right. And they, like, literally traumatize you to be like, oh, well, really? Like, so we're going to put you in silence for, let's mm-hmm. her for 15 years of silence, which... And you're so traumatized at the end to where, like, this is your job now. You're just going to do this and oh do my that. God. Well, my luck would be, I would be, like, waking up, like, in my own conscience, like, oh, I'm here. This is cute. Right? Yeah. I'm like, what? I have to do what? Like, what? I don't even like the iron. <laughs> well, that is some of the, if you've ever taken a philosophy course or uh, you read some, uh, like, 101 philosophy books. Uh-huh. The whole concept of, I mean, in the the Matrix kind of tapped into this with 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 the theme of, of that too is like, 
your consciousness is telling you that all of this is happening, but how do any of us know that this is real Mm -hmm. or a construct of our mind? Especially the more we learn about, like, do you know how you see? Because you don't see anything. Your eyes project images Mm -hmm. or, or... send signals to your brain and your brain puts shit together and creates yeah, and an image chain of events. that's why you can make shapes and shit out of clouds because yeah. your, your mind, mind is telling you to do certain things it's making it because you're used to being able to see a shape and understand mm-hmm. what it is so when you look at a cloud or something that doesn't have a form your mind makes it a picture oh yeah First of all, uh, there is oh man and colors and shit. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. people see colors differently too. Oh yeah, completely. Like yeah. I'll see something, it like it may be like a blue green, and I'll see something completely blue, and someone else will be like, no, that's a green. Like no, it's a blue. It's a green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's really no right answer because there's I mean blue and green are so close on the spectrum anyway. There's yeah. gonna be a little of and one when you, when you and mix the, the other two together, and there's kind of a gray area. You're like oh, uh, so, like my eyes. I mean, I can't tell you how many people are like, oh, you have great blue eyes. I'm like, my eyes are fucking green. <laughs> I'm like, no, they're blue. Maybe if I'm wearing a blue shirt, they look a little more blue, yeah. but they're fucking green. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're fucking green. That's crazy. And then there's one conversation I remember, because a friend of mine and I actually took a class together, like just randomly in our fucking... Uh, Oh my god, like in our 20s, like late 20s, we yeah. were just like, fuck it. Let's just take, go to school and take a class. We <laughs> thought it would be great. A, it was very weird because, I mean, granted, that was only a few years ago, right. but okay. it was still very weird to be, even your later 20s, interacting with like 18, 19, 20, 21 year olds. Oh yeah. That is weird. And, sorry, it just is. <laughs> it is. Um, and then I remember one specific conversation about how like, if your mind is creating a, a construct, like, how do you really know anything is even there after you leave? Mm-hmm. Like, we all perceive, perhaps, as part of your consciousness, that there is a bathroom just to, down the hall to the left. But then it, once you see it, yes, you see that bathroom. But then if it's only your conscious projecting <laughs> that, once you leave and could no longer see it, is the bathroom even there? And there was one girl in class who, no matter how far we continued the conversation, she'd go, wait, okay, back to the bathroom. <laughs> she, like, she could not Get past grasp the, the concept that was being introduced that everything could be like a like a video game. Like, you know, ooh, we're going strong on the wine today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Day wine, I love it. She just could not, like, get it. I'm like, girl, you are in the Matrix right now. <laughs> so, anyway, I don't even know how we got on this conversation, but I Cloning, love it. Yeah. that's how. Barbara Streisand did all this. It's her fault. You know, I saw her once, uh, her and James Brolin, at a... Oh, um Yeah, it was a... Um, like a very small stage performance, uh-huh. and they were in a booth directly across from us. But she had like those little purple sunglasses on she wears, oh, yeah. and she was like kind of hiding behind him, and then she'd like kind of peek out, and then, and I swear to God, 
I had gone. I had you had to walk all the way around and, and actually right past their table if you mm. needed to use the restroom. And I thought to myself, like, if I position myself close enough to the restroom by the end of the show, when the lights come up, I can at least see her and be like, yeah. hey, whatever. I tell you what, those lights went down. They went up. She was gone. <laughs> I was like, I don't fucking know what happened. There was like revolving chair and shit. <laughs> Seriously, door. they were Whoosh. they disappeared. It was insane. Our next topic for celebrity shade will both shade the studio and the actress in the film. So there's a new sci-fi movie out. You may or may not, probably not, be aware of it. It's called Annihilation. I and... was not up until about <laughs> how, how far are we into recording? Yeah, yeah about thirty-five <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> Well, it's a female-driven uh, sci-fi film, and apparently its flop is being blamed on exactly what you're saying, is that no one has fucking heard of it. Yeah. Well, I did, because I've seen a movie recently, and I definitely saw a preview for it, mm-hmm. so I kind of remember that. But, to be fair and to the point, the preview was so generic, I could have very easily forgotten. Like, <laughs> The only reason I remembered was because Natalie Portman is in it. And I don't like her <laughs> in movies. I mean, I don't know her like what she's like in real life. I'm sure she's great. But I just find her insufferable when I see her on screen. <laughs> and I don't... The only cool thing she did was that SNL rap. Yeah. Um, otherwise, whenever I see her in a movie, I just don't get... Whenever I see her in a trailer, I think it's Keira Knightley that I kind of get excited, and, I really <laughs> and then I realize that it's Natalie Portman, and then I'm like, oh, well, well we've seen that. She's boring. She's just so beige. Yeah. <laughs> so that's she's, why I remembered it. She's there. But she's there. Beige is a color. It, it's not like no she's terrible. Beige. She's not terrible. She's just... So... Yeah. I think that's why the film didn't do well, but uh, maybe it's a combination of both. Perhaps. Also, though, why would you try to release a big budget film a couple weeks after what you had to know was going to be (laughs) a huge, huge theatrical opening with Black Panther? I mean, anything that's released in the same month as Black Panther, unless it was before, yeah. th- except the week before, because everyone's going to see Black Panther next week. Exactly. J- just cross this month out, basically. Like, why would you do that? That's dumb. This is dumb. It's, well, now they know. That, well, <laughs> or it was a shit movie, and that's why they decided to yeah. dump it. Right? Well, hey. I don't know, because I won't be seeing it. Me either. I I'm sure if I saw a trailer. Do you know what it looked like to me? It looked almost exactly like that Charlize Theron space movie. Remember that? That that which I also didn't see because I didn't. <laughs> I thought it looked really boring. It just looked so generic. Like oh, they're in a spacesuit. Oh, there's a. Base oh, sound. I know exactly. Oh, there's a black about. screen. Oh, the stereotypical you know. sci-fi movie. They're coming for us, or they're growing, or whatever it is. <laughs> you know what? Is. It, yeah, the 
insert danger line, you know. It's getting worse. It's just so generic to me. Like, just stop making terrible generic movies and maybe people will be Stay interested. <laughs> sure. Although I think you could do some really cool space stuff. I just... Hmm. It needs to be walled that out. Let's get on to some gay shit. Yes. Shall we? Uh, he's not gay, but I don't care. Safari the rapper. I guess sent somebody a Snapchat or a video or something. Shaking his big old yes. dick around. A giant Wakandan pizza. <laughs> Chocolate. That spear. Yes. <laughs> his vibranium spear. <laughs> All over the internet. And he was completely naked as well, not just like shaking it out of his pants. Very attractive man, physically, facially, dickily. One downside, he has been inside Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Mm, I hope it's been washed. (laughs) If you don't know who Safari is. I don't think they were engaged, but I know they dated for many, many years. And he, it's it's pretty well known that he has been the person to write a bunch of her initial raps and produced a lot of her initial tracks and made basically made her Nicki Minaj. And then, in typical selfish Nicki Minaj fashion, when she got big enough, she left him. Damn, she was stupid. He was hot and talented okay. and helped you. Yes. When you were on the keep, come up. Keep him around. <sighs> Shit. Maybe I'm I selfish. Mean, or pay the man for the work he did. Or, That'd be great, oh, too. Oh, that's right. You said she never paid him. Yeah, I know. That's been a thing. And he's went on record being like, look, I'm not even asking for a shit ton of money, but I wrote some of your biggest hits that made you who you are. Like, And he doesn't have credit? No, because he was less than smart with that. Because they were in love and blah, 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 blah. And it's also a weird situation when you're with someone who isn't famous and all of a sudden they are. Mm-hmm. And it's a relationship thing. And perhaps you're in the studio and, oh, no, like, just change this to that. Like, that'll make it sound way more hot. And then, okay, do it. And then it works. Right. And even if it wasn't in writing, I'd still be like... Look, I just got this. This just got picked up for this check. Mm-hmm. Here, take some but, money. Off to the side. There we go. That's like, a, I don't think I get my consciously. I don't think I could take credit for something that someone else helped me with. And then be like, oh, yeah, no. I did it all by myself. Beyonce. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. 2018. Stop being killed by the beehive yet. Uh, right? <laughs> hey. Whatever. Just be smart. Yeah. You know, you got to be smart. Whether it's mm-hmm. an email contract, whether it's something you just write up and have somebody Some sign, kind of you, like... you need to ensure that you are getting the credit you deserve in, in the places because he's probably been screwed out of millions of dollars. Oh, absolutely. I mean, as a songwriter, that's yeah. where you get paid off of is the, the royalty <laughs> exactly. fees. So, I mean, he has his own whole career yeah, anyway. Yeah, he does. And um, Safari, please come on the show. Please do. <laughs> because. Please do. We would like a live demonstration. Yes. We would like our own live Safari challenge. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Thank you very much. Because, uh, whew. Yeah. That was. That's a hell of a man. My God. Mm. Yeah. Nicki Minaj, 
Fuck that one up. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever he's dating now, if he is, well done, girl. Right. Sam Smith is dating someone, I don't know who, but on Twitter, this is how much I really pay attention. <laughs> In non-safari. Yes. Yeah. But, but on Twitter, especially, because Twitter gays hate Sam Smith for some reason. Yeah, they do. I don't know why. Oh my god, they hate him. It, it also kind of pisses me off, because why are we even talking about Sam Smith? He's so... Talk about, like, the Natalie Portman and the... beige. <sighs> the color's there somewhere on the spectrum, but no one really wants it, but it's there. Anyway, he the the photographers caught a quote unquote passionate kiss between him and a boyfriend, which literally looked like the Dementor sucking right. the soul out of Harry Potter. He was stealing his voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the next album. It's like a male Ursula. I my voice for the day. <laughs> right. Just way over done the the cheek sucking and the whole thing I and mean, maybe they just call like a moment of it or whatever but mm. no do you ever worry that's what you look like when you're kissing someone no I, i've seen myself on camera <laughs> kiss someone i look nothing like that yeah no. nothing of the sort yeah i feel like strike strike a bitch down like drag her but also maybe a once in a while lift a hoe up yeah you know? there you go. <laughs> like come on yes. <laughs> Although, for the meantime, we're just going to drag a bitch. So, <laughs> next up, Stacey Dash is running for Congress in California. Talk about clueless. Right. This bitch, first of all, is registered to vote in West Hollywood and is trying to represent the Watts and Compton area of Los Angeles. Wasn't she born and raised in New York City and then came here and lived the good life in LA? I don't think well, you, she you was only ever ha- even down there. No, you only have to live, I think, in the state or something, but yeah. But shouldn't you at least like drive through the areas that you're trying to Shouldn't you be able to locate it on right. a map? Ooh, please, someone invite her on and do oh, that to God, her, please. Yes. Where is Compton? Marcus Smith, KTLA, my dear friend, <laughs> if you're listening, please get her on the KTLA Morning News. Ask her her favorite her, businesses. Yes, and have her point out what's on a fucking Yes, map, please. If you're listening. Where's her favorite coffee shop? Shout out to Marcus, by the way. Hey, Marcus. <laughs> also, this area is like 90% Democrat, and she is a conservative Republican. So... That's not smart. <laughs> I mean, I you, just... it's like guaranteed to lose, really. And uh, and uh, give you like granted, not even the fact that she has zero political experience, yeah. and uh, again that she is someone who is. Uh, you know, I don't have an issue with conservatism itself. Mm. Like, although I I still think like the whole Republican Democratic thing like embarrassing. Just yeah. don't. I'm not a registered Democrat, and I don't consider myself a liberal at all. I'm a free thinker, and I go with yeah. what I believe. But, you know, a lot of conservatism is believing in a, like, on a local level and state level over a, a federal level, because mm-hmm. what you know in your own little region might work differently than yeah. somewhere else, right? And I totally okay. agree with that. But with someone like Stacey Dash, she latches on to the really big headline, big push button topics oh, and yeah. takes the most extreme right view yes. which oh just always seems so 
How do I say? She's not the Kim Kardashian of politics. She wants right. attention, it's... and she does what she knows what she needs to do to get attention and headlines and whatever will get her next paycheck for appearing on something else. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even seem genuine. Oh, it doesn't? No. It's like the Sean Hannity's and the Rush Limbaugh's. Yes. Like, those guys are full of shit. It's all for entertainment. It's all and... to get people riled up. Yep. It's all for the viewership. I don't honestly believe they even think through or even believe half the shit. Or even remember half right. the shit that they say. I really don't. I really don't. No. That's the fake news right there. Okay, so uh, speaking of Clueless, how weird is this? In the same week, Alicia Silverstone, as if, declared uh, that she is going through divorce with her husband of 21 know, 20 years. 20 years. Fucking years. She's 41. That was a fucking young ass marriage. And coming right, and that's coming right off of Clueless, Jesus, because mm-hmm. she was 16 in Clueless. Yeah. Wow. I'm shocked it lasted this long. I know, crazy. Well, she kind of sort of retired from acting, though, right? She did, and then she came, now she's oh, coming she back. Oh, she came back. Yeah. Well, she yeah. did the, like, vegan book thing and cookbook yeah. and all that stuff. And now she's, like, acting. She's going to be in a, in a um, TV land um, sitcom coming up. Oh, okay. That Kyle Richards, Paris Hilton, like, on in Beverly Hills Housewife, whatever person. Oh, um, yeah. Producing it. That shit was kind of decent. I'm, I'm, I, I always it. liked her. I just thought it was funny when she retired from acting, where I was like, what did she decide the crush was her best right? work? Right? Who was the crush in a slew of Aerosmith videos when she was 14? <laughs> and she's like, I really can't top like, myself. Just, my, my teen years are done, and that's it. I've reached my peak. <laughs> I need to retire. Some, she's in some family movie the last couple of years, and we're that. And thinking, oh shit, she's the mom. And being like, oh fuck, I'm old now. Like, yeah, so they're getting a divorce, but she says that they're going to remain friends and that it was mutual decision, that they're going to co-parent their kids, Mm -hmm. and it was nothing malicious, it just kind of happened. Which, I mean, makes sense, I guess, if you've been together since you were fucking 20. You know what? My ex and I were... Very close as friends prior to ever dating. Mm-hmm. There was, a, I think, right before we dated, we were probably like best friends, you know, who also had sex. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, even though it was very painful to break up for both of us, yeah. it was where we were at and what we needed to do. But we have, he was the first person I texted when my cat died, mm-hmm. you know, because he lived with her for, yeah. you know, years. And I thought he, he deserved would, it. Yeah. And we hung out on Halloween, and mm-hmm. I mean, there's, you know, it just evolves to a point yeah. where you're you're not romantically attached anymore, mm-hmm. but you still care about that person. Exactly. Which is weird. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Because you don't even really think of them sexually anymore, either. Yeah. They're just a friend now, mm-hmm. and all that is just what it was. All my exes are dead, but... <laughs> Most of mine are dead, too. I mean... Yeah. Missing. Yeah. On vacation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if it had they it had not disappeared on a cruise yeah. or something, um, then I'm <laughs> sure I could be friends with them one day. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, no, I totally get what you're it saying. It doesn't always happen, for yeah, no, sure. I Sometimes haven't. it's much easier to sever all ties yeah. and they're just dead to you, yes. But no, I'm I, friends I, with like two of my exes. Yeah, and I again, think... again, yeah, it's weird. There's not even anything sexual there. It's just... Mm-hmm. 
you kind of go full circle to appreciating who they are as a person, and then that's just that. Yeah. Well, and you move on, and, yeah, you know. you grow, you change within yourself, and so do they, and it's what it is. But damn, man. <laughs> 21 years is a long uh, fucking time. Shit. Or 20, whatever. Yeah. God. Oof. So, clueless week. <laughs> It is in shambles. And then... <laughs> so was Melrose Place. Oh my god. Okay, you do yours first. Okay. Uh, sneak around. So, basically, not only is the cast of Clueless just a hot mess, um, <laughs> so is the cast of Melrose Place. So Jamie Lunar, I can't remember what fucking character she played, is in being accused of sexual misconduct from a man that has come forth saying that she performed oral sex on him at the age of 16 when she was already in her fucking 20s. Well, she had an affinity for some young man, apparently. So yeah, so this happened. So this kid was, what, an extra on the show? Or? I don't even, don't even know. Um, well, at 16, he had to have... Yeah. I mean, I don't know what role he would have... Played. Like, he had to have been like an extra or well, yeah. something. Clearly, yeah. Because they wouldn't have been able to have been on the no, crew. They were all early twenties. Well, the crew. I mean, even the, the like, yeah. The and the crew, you have crew. to be eighteen or over to so yeah. do the inside contract. So yeah. So allegedly, this happened. <clears throat> and just like during a break in filming, she. Oh no! I oh mean, my god! And yeah, sixteen. Could you imagine? I mean, and what are you gonna do? I mean, you're sixteen years old. You're a horny boy. And there's this hot, like, buxom, like, TV star in front of you. Damn. Okay, wait. So was it consensual then? Or um, was I she the he, aggressor like, she, and he just... I think she was the aggressor. Went along with he, it. And he was 16 and went along with it. Okay, so that, at the very least, is statutory rape. Yes. 100%. Right. Yeah. But I'm also thinking, like... For myself, <laughs> I most definitely, as a teenager, either actively pursued or certainly allowed mm -hmm. men who a thought I was older and b who were older than me, yeah, pursue me. It doesn't sound like she drugged him yeah, or no. I don't think any of that happened. Yeah, I just think that it was one of those situations. Of oh, it's kind of super inappropriate. It's the, not right at all. Yeah, preying on the weak. Yeah. And naive. Yeah, definitely. No, it's not appropriate on any level. Yeah, no. Yeah, she would have been like 24, 25 when this happened. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not good. Yikes. Yeah, that's not. So she's allegedly a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> and also a hot mess on Mower's place, Heather Locklear this week. Who apparently, what, assaulted a fucking cop? Assaulted her boyfriend. Boyfriend and then a cop. Yeah, and then her brother was there. <laughs> Anyone that <laughs> walked through the door, yeah, basically. Her, her brother called the cops, I think, and because there's an argument between her and her boyfriend in the house, beat up the boyfriend, the cops got there. <laughs> Kick three fucking cops while trying to be detained. Uh, what the hell? Oh. Why are my 90s like passions being destroyed this week? 
Do you know? I know. All those Heather Lockley was the coolest one too. Like she was such yes! a like, she was such a I, bitch, I but she, she was, was like, gorgeous, so cool. Blonde, those eyes. She was married to fucking Richie Sambora, yes! and she was like awesome. And I think I've told the story on this show before of when I worked at the condom store on Melrose, and yes. Heather Locklear came mm-hmm. in, and she was fucking great. She didn't kick you, did she? No, she did not kick me. <laughs> Although I will say, in later years, like the last like five, ten years, uh-huh. this has been a common theme with her. Remember that time she got pulled over with, while she was drunk or something, oh, or she was yeah. she was already pulled over or something like. That's right. I, I don't remember exactly all the details. Yeah. She might have been already like pulled over and sleeping in her car, or. Jesus. Maybe she wrecked her car. I don't know, but I just remember like this has been a theme with her mm-hmm. the substance abuse. So I think somehow yeah. later, yeah, like I think she later on. Which is so fucking sad. I know. Because she had it all together. Because she was on, like, 80s shows. Yeah. Uh, I think she was 90s. 19. And then she would always do, like, little cameos here and there. Oh, the hair commercials. Yeah. And she would come on shows and, like, Damn. make their ratings spike. She's been working since she was, like, 19. Like, mm-hmm. you would think after all that time, she'd kind of have it together. Sad to see that. It's kind of like the uh, the whole Demi Moore incident where you're like girl you are like 46 you should not be fishing out on fucking poppers or whatever it was that she (laughs) come on the show show. (laughs) we didn't have to call 911 to be fair yeah so whoo girl I feel like what's happening is a lot of these 90s starlets have gotten used to doing what they want without anyone saying anything or, or any not consequences being cameras, yeah. or the internet wasn't as strong as it was mm-hmm. and now it's like people don't give a shit like oh they're coming with receipts w- within seconds <laughs> of calling a cop like instant like someone in the 911 booth is recording the conversation like <laughs> someone's on the beat already getting video footage yeah and and I and I think too that um, you know that behavior catches up with you. So oh, yeah. you know you maybe start in one phase and then it kind of snowballs into other stuff. But it's just so sad you to see. three cops. And... Yeah, it's just sad to see, dude. It's like that's not a good look for anybody. No. And uh... the mugshot wasn't bad though. <laughs> I will say that she had a very quick catch mugshot. It was like. Turned to the side, yeah, eye up, a little eye like, up, yeah. As if she was in a photo shoot. She I know. Probably thought she was. She know, She probably <laughs> was like. She thought she was in a cop drama, <laughs> where uh, she was a heroine. It's like get off of me. Uh, <sighs> oh, God. Oh, God. Well, get well, Heather Locklear, and uh, everybody else. Girls, get it together, please. My childhood is being ruined. It's just so hard when people that you, you know, have an affection for do really stupid stuff. And I don't think it necessarily makes them a a bad or evil person. And we sort of live in this society where you're either one or the other. Like, you you can't be complex, you know. And it's hard to understand, like, yeah, people can be 
shitty one day and really great one day, mm-hmm. and they can have problems. Yeah. So. Stacey Dash is all. Yeah, as and much fuck as. Fuck you for ruining my favorite fucking teenage movie star. <laughs> Dion was my favorite character ever. Ugh. I can't even watch that movie without thinking I know, about I'm just now. like, no, she's a bitch. I'm like, she's horrible. <laughs> she's a horrible fucking person. Let's pretend it's another girl. Except she still looks the same. I'll give her that. I know. I'll give thing. her that. <laughs> she still looks like she's fucking nice. She's drinking some kind of Satan's blood somewhere and somewhere. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> if you heard any of the words coming out of her mouth, she clearly prays to Satan. Okay. Whew. We've gotten through the fire. And now, it's, it's time, time for, for nerd, nerd news. Damn, I thought it was a sex question. Oh, you always do that. I always do that. <laughs> always. <laughs> Ah. Catwoman, remember that with Halle Berry? Oh damn! I thought you were Michelle Pfeiffer. Which I suppose, uh, which I suppose was technically the first female-led superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Continue. The writer of <laughs> one of the writers of Catwoman said the film was a piece of shit. Oh yeah. Everyone did. He wrote it. I- Apparently, only a couple things that he wrote were left in the film. It went through. That's how movies go. Yeah, numerous for the most writers. Part. Well, in this interview that he gave, and sorry, I didn't write his name down, you guys, but you can Google it, Catwoman writer. Shit, it'll come up. <laughs> right, that's it. He said that he got fired from the job after he had written. He wrote the script that got greenlit. Yeah. So first of all, this is the the guy that got the project on the road. Actually, yeah. Then he got fired for telling people openly that their ideas would ruin the movie. (laughs) Fast forward a year and a half later. Okay, now granted... (laughs) We just talked about how devastating it would be, you know, if you were the writer, get out. But if your idea is really stupid, someone should tell you. I... Right? Yes. Well, apparently that's why he was fired, was because... (laughs) And to his credit, God bless him. Right? To his credit, he was like, that will ruin the movie. That's stupid. They were like, you're fired. And then they apparently proceeded to fire another, like, six to eight writers. <laughs> and use bits and pieces of all their work uh-huh. to construct this horrible movie. Yeah, and Frankenstein, all these writers' works together to make whatever the studio or the upper-ups or the... Who even was like, oh yeah, all of this makes complete sense and will totally work? The weird thing is, like, a movie that just gets made because someone is making it is usually well thought out and cohesive, yeah. right? But then when you have something that is really being looked at by the studio, that's why I was kind of surprised that Black Panther was as seamless as it was. Right? Because you know it had so many eyes on it. Uh-huh. Like, everyone was looking at that shit, right? But usually when that happens, everyone has such a different idea about what should be going mm-hmm. on. And then it's like, let's put an explosion here. There should be a car chase. So it just gets mm-hmm. to become this big scramble, which is what Catwoman was. Yes. I mean, it was... Video game CGI. <laughs> it was... Terrible. I heard ordering a white Russian without any vodka or Kahlua, which means that it's just milk at a bar. 
um, she died, and then a giant CGI cat comes and breathes new life into her. There, it's not even related to the fucking DC series. There are, a, there are just a series of cat women. They're kind of like Black Panther, but not because it's not connected to anything that fucking Catwoman is. They didn't have something with the licensing at the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. They couldn't make her Selena Kyle. It, yeah, she was Precious Williams. <laughs> How I remember that is beyond me. But, but this, I do remember this. Well, apparently this writer had come on after that was already a done deal. So okay. he wrote the script that had Precious Williams because that's what they had the rights for. So he was a part of that. I was fine with that. That's fine for me. And again, like we were talking about uh, last week, like making a, the Batgirl movie just a total standalone. Yeah. Fine with me. I don't care. It doesn't have to exist in any other world except this world. But make it good? Yeah, that'd be great. Sharon Stone. Jesus Christ. (laughs) There's an actress I do not understand because she is capable and has been in such crap. Right. And then if you've ever seen her in like Casino or like some other film she's been in, she is so good. She's a more than capable actress i just don't get it <laughs> what uh, huh maybe there are times she's like fuck it i'm just gonna phone this in it's like paychecks how much cool whatever <laughs> so ridiculous i mean she was barely in the movie she was barely in the movie but she was also awful yes an awful villain with an Terrible. awful fight at the end Terrible. it was just the whole thing was just oh. God. When you realize the premise of the film is that they're making a face cream that turns your whatever skin you put yes. it on into basically like a glass or a cement yes. hardness. But you have to keep using it and buying it. You have to keep it using it or... Maintain a human appearance yeah. or you'll start flaking off. Right. And that was also the main villainess's superpower was her indestructible yes. skin. <laughs> I mean... You can't make this shit up. Wow. I mean, you know it was a bunch of men going, yeah, because girls use face cream. Right, that works. Anyway, moving on to something good in the nerd world. We're now hearing, after we've already heard, this is the part where I talk about Wonder Woman. <laughs> We've already heard that uh, Cersei uh, may be, the, the, the sorceress, not from Game of Thrones, uh, may be in Wonder Woman 2. Mm-hmm. But now they're saying Cheetah may be one of the proposed oh. villains of Wonder Woman 2. So I could see that because Cheetah isn't necessarily going to be the main baddie that has the big plot to do yeah. something, right? She could just be a tragic character within this film and again i'm kind of the more that people are talking about it and the more bits i'm hearing like i do kind of think it might just start to fill in all those gaps in between Mm -hmm. where i left off we'll see but see next year right yeah yes we'll see i don't know they got a lot of work to do Mm -hmm. well they're filming now so yeah we're we're fine got plenty of time. We're fine. They got time for all the villains. I would love to see Cheetah. She has the potential to be helped versus mm-hmm. just killed. Yeah. 
So there you go. Time will tell. And we'll be on it. <laughs> you, know <laughs> you know I will be. You know it. Well, and it's time. Now it's time. For our sex question of the week. Uh, Ooh, uh, the time you saw uh, your neighbor doing sex stuff. Anyway, let me dig into this wine. Let me take a big <laughs> sip. Ooh. Uh, I just realized I'm actually wearing really tight pants today, and as I start talking about these stories. <laughs> it's just me in studio. It's yeah, okay. Richie Rich might have to throw a pillow over. There are four. Yeah. Oh, there's a one very there, long yeah, one right behind me. Yeah, a very, very long fine. one, yeah. We have a safari-sized pillow right behind me, ready to go. Perfect. We are prepared. Yeah, because that's what I need. <laughs> The time you spied your neighbor doing sex stuff, I uh, you watched, you fapped, oh my god, my eyes, or it never happened. According to my calculations, about 46% split between never happened, I fapped, and I watched. Ooh. I consider I fapped, obviously you had to watch, but you fapped too, so yeah. those are t- you have to combine those two. So, split, 46% said it hadn't happened, 46 watched, and the other half watched, and participated in their own special way. Then, 8% did witness a sex thing going on, and it was not good. <laughs> Which you kind of... Yeah. Yeah, that's the... We had some responses, and let's see. These are these have to be anonymous because they were sent through DM. That this one, work. this one comes from. Let's just say, oh, someone you may have seen on TV. Okay. Someone in the cast literally watched an entire sexual encounter on one of the cameras <gasps> with what? someone with someone else in the cast. So it was like them and someone else watching other people through, yeah. Working in the control room? Involved with this show. And who allowed that? I can't reveal anything else other than it was watched through a camera. Okay. Experience. (laughs) Oops. So I wonder if, like, you're aware, not aware. Oh, I, like you're you're pushing the danger yeah. zone there, right? Like you could be caught, you might mm-hmm. not be caught. That's part of the fun. <laughs> yeah. It is. But that also means that this particular encounter is on. I think it's been it's recorded. Yeah, it's, it's on tape. The receipts are there. <laughs> <laughs> With coupons. <laughs> Uh, we had another responder who said that, oh, he, uh, they actually had someone that they knew who lived next door, and he never saw anything, but he used to hear them really getting into it when they were fucking, and it was really a turn on, and then they ended up breaking up, oh, the story goes on, they ended up <laughs> breaking up, and then later, in a drunk confessional, I admitted that I had gotten really turned on by hearing them have sex and they said well you should have just come over ah that's really uh ballsy yeah <laughs> so it's just like hey hi hey i heard you guys having sex and i just come up exactly 
Again, no. Who's going to do that? Yeah. Who is going to... No one's going to do that. No one's going to do No. An important scenario is going to Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Come on. Richie Rich, you came up with the sex question this week. (laughs) I did. As you often do. Oops, I knocked Wonder Woman over. She got excited as well. She kind of fainted. So you came up with the sex question this week, and that usually means there's a story attached. Me? A story? Never. Yeah. There's a story. So, (laughs) a couple actually. I'll make them quick. So I had, I think I've told the story forever ago. So I, my apartment's positioned in a very odd space. It is, my window is facing a shared parking lot to the next two complexes. So it's like, and then there's like a condo behind us. So there's just a square Mm -hmm. situation that my window faces. And everything echoes. So when I first moved in there, mm-hmm. I would hear these two guys going at it. And I was like, is someone watching porn? What the fuck is right. going like, on? I didn't know that echoed that much. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's like someone fucking like extremely loud. Fast forward, three days later, it was nighttime. Heard the same thing. I'm like, what the, who is this? These two muscle daddies going at it Lights on, windows open, curtains open. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You knew exactly oh, what the fuck you wanted to they're do. They're not trying to hide Uh-huh, that they wanted someone to see what was going on. Yeah. So, I mean, they were hot. Yeah. I watched. I didn't fap. I did afterwards, but not <laughs> during it. <laughs> then, another story, I was actually, um... Walking in from work, I work right down the street, and the Standard Hotel is right across the street from my work. Mm-hmm. I'm walking, 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 just looking around, light on, windows open. There is a man that's fully masturbating. I don't think he knew that anyone could see him, because he was on, like, I think the third story. And like his window was open, so I think from his point right, of view, right. he, he just saw see. whatever he just saw the horizon. Yeah, <laughs> not knowing that people from the street. Well, and you also presume in a hotel the window's going to be tinted. Oh yeah, or like some you can't shit, see anything. Right? Yeah. yeah, nope. He just lay was laying back, going at it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you do in a hotel. You know, hey, you're there on business. <laughs> New city. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Then you just rub it into the carpet with your foot. Right, you're fine. Housekeeping score. (laughs) He wasn't a neighbor, but he was a neighbor to where I work. Yeah, where you work. Mm Neighborish. Besides that, I don't think I... Oh, no, I have watched a friend of mine. It's like a friend with benefits, but Mm -hmm. he was staying with me, and I had a guest room at the time. And his door was cracked. He did not know it was cracked. Oops. And he was going at it. Just doing his morning routine. And it was right at the point where when I walked by, I could just see motion. And I was like... <gasps> like, oh. I'm like, oh, do I not... What, but... Mm, uh. So I watched. Yeah. I'm a lawyer. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. The door was open. It was slightly ajar. There you're was a crack. staying at someone's home. You're going you to masturbate. The, door all the way. 
that is the first thing you would do is make sure pull, the door is closed. Yes, if you did not want someone to either watch or participate. Exactly. Yes. What about you? Is you drinking your wine? Well. <laughs> oh, this is good. One time, I got a call from my landlord. Here. No, not at oh, this apartment. What? Oh, this is better. <laughs> so I used to live... I won't reveal where I live now if I haven't already on the show. I kind of am weirded out by people potentially being able to stalk me. Yeah. Because um, we're like, we're in West Hollywood. Hey. Uh, I used to live over by the Grove. Okay. And we lived on a smaller-ish mm-hmm. type place uh the buildings over there are a little smaller there's only eight units it, i think it used to be like a duplex or like a house okay. or that kind of shit where they yeah. you know build it out so we were on the second story and we had the reason i love this place and the reason we moved in was because in the living room we had ceiling to floor windows Ooh. But, it gave a great view of the neighborhood uh-huh. <laughs> i bet it did uh-huh well, I uh, received a call from my landlord saying that our neighbor had witnessed me, quote unquote, hanging out of windows. And I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. What? You're like, I'm not a fucking acrobat. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean hang out of windows? And the landlord at the, at this time was actually a, a gay man. I was like, uh-huh. what do you mean hanging out of windows? Like, I'm not hanging out of a window. I'm not jumping out of windows. He's like, no, you know, you were naked. And I'm like, I'm not sticking my dick out windows. Right. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about? He was like, they saw you fucking. Ah! And I was like. Well, did they enjoy the show? <laughs> Well, they called to complain, apparently. And the thing is... So they were straight or envious? Straight. <laughs> but also envious, because apparently they wanted our apartment, because I had the better apartment. Oh. Yeah. Because we had the great view of yeah. the, you know, uh, neighborhood, and we had, like, three bedrooms, and it was great. But... <laughs> Dicks. Literally. Yeah, apparently. And so the thing is, like, I remember that particular encounter, and it did kind of start in front of the big windows, but those were closed. Yeah. But it it continued into the kitchen, where I did not realize that the blinds were open. However, you had to be in such a particular position to see, because I tested this. After after he called, I was there like, were studies. Taken. I was like, wait a minute, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I know where I was, and there's a countertop, and there's a table, there and there's the you know blinds, and like yeah, I mean we might have been fucking over the sink, but you can't just peek in and sit. Yeah. there's a, literally a countertop that made an L shape, and yeah. we we're behind that L. Well. I had my roommate at the time. I was like, okay, you stand here. <laughs> put your hands here. Kind of like put you back into it, you know. And I'm going to go out and see where I can see you. Yeah. And I open up the window so we could like yell to each other or whatever. But I had the blinds like even a little open. And eventually I found a spot 
where and he was like like this and like like <laughs> fucking in the air like doing all the stuff and I was like yes I can see everything I love it so yeah that has happened to me oh, but not purposefully okay if I'm gonna do something purposeful like I've you know you know me. You guys have heard this show. <laughs> Ooh, maybe that'll be our next sex topic. <laughs> have you ever shown off for a crowd? Hmm. Have you ever caught anybody? Or spied on a neighbor? Oh, I've definitely like, oh, yeah, uh, seen... Well, I've heard people, because you know I have good hearing. Yeah. So I've heard... I used to hear our straight couple, in the, and that actually used to turn me on, because he was apparently really good in bed. I could hear our straight couple through our bathroom mainly, mm-hmm. and there was a couple of times where I fapped to that because I'm like, eh, "You're in the bathroom anyway, not going That's out in the right toilet." There. Why not? Whatever, time to go. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever, it's hot. Hey. Currently, you know who we can hear the vacuum when it's going on. Uh-huh. Sometimes when we're recording the show, we have to stop. If they were cute, I probably would just go up and exactly. knock on the door. Like, uh, do you guys know I can hear you having sex? That's how I would do As it. As you're in a towel. That's how I would do it. I mean, <laughs> I'm just in a coat. It's a long, a long trench coat. No, no, no. no. Oh. oh my God, I hope they don't listen to this show. I just don't find them attractive. They're not my cuppa. Yeah. You know. Ew. They're just not my cuppa, so... But yes, I've also seen people who were most definitely intentionally Trying like fucking on their balcony or yeah, D- on the balcony for sure. I know I've seen that at least a couple times. And then there was one time I was with a friend of mine and they were building this, uh, there's this really big building on Croft and like Willoughby where several years ago they were doing a huge construction project. Mm-hmm. And while it was still being constructed, at night, we were like outside on the balcony. I don't know what we were doing on the balcony, <laughs> but we saw these guys like going at it on this like very open construction site on like the second or third floor where they had just like <gasps> snuck in and were fucking oh on the balcony. My god, that may have inspired us to do things. <laughs> oh, I've seen someone in a hotel before, the hotel security cameras. Oh. Because I have a, hey Brenda, I have oh. a very good friend who works for one of the hotels nearby. Okay. And I think I actually have these receipts. <gasps> Oops, um, we're going to see it. Because she came in the next morning, because she's a higher up, and had to check the security cameras. Sure do. <laughs> and she's like, look what happened last night. Oh my god. Two people who weren't even staying at the hotel right. went into their breakfast nook. And fucked. Oh, okay, I see. Oh, yes. I see pants coming down. Oh my god. It's like <laughs> not even remotely discreet. Like I'm just going to pull Hell it out no. through my pants. Yes. Like they Four got naked. November 11, 2016, this happened. You'd think if you're going to do it in a public place, you'd just like unzip. No, that right. was like no, pants off. Went into where they, you have breakfast in the morning. <laughs> they made themselves a nice little spot on the floor. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're going to do it. The mood strike shed at 3 in the morning, the mood strike shed. Fucking do it. <laughs> the only... Th- okay, so my only thing about this is... The people on the balcony at night, all right, past a certain time, you are probably presuming... There are no children present. Yeah. Right. And that is pretty much my only issue and my only thing. And even, like, with myself. Like, the idea of getting caught or whatever. Like, who fucking cares if some stupid old person catches you? Yeah. But the idea of... Ooh, the kid. Oh, my God. That's horrific. Yeah. Mm-mm. I mean, not only is it After illegal, the hour of 10 p.m. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean... And not, I certainly would not want to be caught by well, anyone. It's the thrill <laughs> of potentially yes. getting caught that is the turn on, not being caught. Yeah. Oh my god, have you ever been caught? Like publicly, like in publicly, or... or or seen someone like? I. No. Uh. Uh-uh. I've been caught getting blowjobs a few times. <laughs> like you think you're somewhere secure. Oh wait, yes I have. I've been, I've been kicked out of the Abbey before. I'm <laughs> taken out of the back entrance or exit, which I didn't even know existed, and my drunk ass and the person that I had just met mm-hmm. 20 minutes prior mm-hmm. that had bought me a couple of drinks were so confused as to where the fuck we were at. We're like, what is this? Wait, we're outside all of a sudden. What are these walls? Where the hell did they drop us off into? You're like, why am I in an alley? Literally, I was like, and what? I, I it was so confusing. Oh my god, so yeah, that's crazy. I was caught yeah. then, and oddly enough, I don't think I've ever been caught. Besides that, no. I should have been caught and probably arrested once, because <laughs> me and one of the bartenders at one of the West Hollywood bars, he, we were making out where. It used to be a little French place, and now it's something else. It's oh yeah, right next door to Rage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he just started going down on me at it was like two thirty in the morning. So people are people are out, are like but yeah, dwindling crowd. Yeah, lots of shadows. And we had a good twenty minute session, and we were right on Santa Monica Boulevard. Yeah. In hindsight, I was like, "What the fuck were you thinking? Like you could have literally been arrested." <laughs> I know. And how embarrassing would that have been? <laughs> but yeah, so luckily we weren't caught. Unless there's video floating around somewhere, but who knows? Tumblr. Meh. Meh. Yeah, I know. Find me on Tumblr. <laughs> I've had a few times where I truly thought we were in a discreet place. Like you're in a car park or you're like behind some building and you're like whatever. And like someone walks by and you're like, what the fuck? And like they totally see. Mm-hmm. What else? <laughs> Eh. <laughs> so yeah I would say overall um, generally if you're seeing it it is likely intended yes potentially as in my case truly because we didn't live in that kind of area we yeah. would be showing off to anybody you know um, truly unintentional but you know Take it for what it is. Yeah. I did see this recent porn clip, like, last week, which was hilarious. It was some guys in a high-rise filming this couple fucking. But they were cheering them on so loud that they heard. Oh, my God. 
but the reaction was great. They were both just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, we didn't realize anyone could see it. They weren't pissed. You just saw them both be like, well, damn, I think the guy gave us a thumbs up, and the girl yeah. was just like, hey. <laughs> That's kind of what happened to me the time in the, the, the car park, because we were, like, around the corner, and someone, mm. like, walked by, and we're like, Ooh. Oh. They were like, you know. <laughs> they weren't like, I'm calling the police. They did not seem that bothered by the situation. I will say that. But, ah, yeah. I love it. Oh, we ho. I love living here. Right. Never a dull moment. <laughs> <laughs> From the sex to the boys to the weather. Okay. <laughs> All over the place. We have had a really good time with this episode. Do you know we're going on two and a half years of this show? Which is so weird. It's it is not ridiculous. Seem like it. We are almost. No, we've surpassed, I think, 300,000 downloads. That's fucking crazy. Uh, thanks, guys. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> our audience for our weekly show is like a good, you know, 15,000 listeners, which is so amazing and it's growing. I think it's closer to 16, 17. I just. I say that not to brag or whatever, just 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 to acknowledge that we are aware of you and that you're listening to us. We love it when when you hit us up and you interact with us, and um, we would love you to share the show with with people that that you know if yeah. they listen to podcasts. We would love a five star review on iTunes, hey. and uh, keep listening and get in touch because we we would love we respond. Yeah, we do. If you're in the area, come to the show. We don't care. <laughs> Send us a dick pic. Or a video, either one. Yeah. Safari challenge. <laughs> uh, if you want some fun after the show, go to hashtag safari challenge on Twitter. Yeah. Enjoy all the videos. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. <laughs> we will see you next time. On that note, goodbye. Bye.